Welcome to Iron Sharpens Iron. This is episode 18. Whose legacy do you want to honor? Maybe a parent, friend, or mentor? This CEO honored her mother by turning a family tradition into a million-dollar company in under two years. With features on Good Morning America and Food Network, Vicky Cakes will soon be in a home near you. In this episode, we interview co-founder and CEO Christian Sargent. Without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, Christian. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. How are you doing? I'm good. Sorry for my little tardiness here. We were trying to work out the technicalities. You are okay. <laughs> you are okay. How's, uh, how's your day been? Uh, it's been busy, but it's good. <laughs> a busy go. day is a good day. Uh, a day with nothing to do would bother me. I hear you. As long as, <laughs> as long as we're making money and it's a good day, then you know Absolutely. all is well. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Nice to meet you. Yes, I'm well. Um, nice to meet you officially. I know we didn't get a chance to talk uh, last time, but nice mm-hmm. to meet you officially. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you as well. I'm doing great. I hope you are as well. Yes. Good yes. So obviously for, for our listeners, we have... CEO of Vicky Cakes, Christian Sargent. I, I hope I did pronounce the, your last name correctly. Yes, you got it right. That is my name. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so obviously, I had the pleasure of listening to you speak at an Alluvione virtual event uh, during quarantine. Yes. Um, and obviously, I knew at that point, I was like, I have to have her on our pod. Let me figure out how to re- reach out to her. <laughs> So you are not thank the easiest you. person to get in touch with, but I'm glad we were able to make this happen. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much. And I apologize, like I'm always, and, and I, the funny thing is I have an assistant, but just like, I'm not really like keen on letting other people do stuff for me. I hear so you. like, I'm like trying to take baby steps <laughs> to, <laughs> to delegate and relinquish. So on that side, it ends up me taking a long time to reply to people when I could have just had somebody else do it, so. Hey. I'm gonna not a problem. Not a problem at all. Delegation is that's hard when you when you take over a business or you're, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a leadership role. So I get it 100 percent. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, though. I appreciate you of course. Uh, being patient and still wanting to have me on. So here we are today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to you know, dive in to the story behind Vicky Cakes. You know, I I. I feel like it's a story that's going to be heard across the states very soon, um, mm. and and I know it's 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 slowly taking off, and and I say slowly in respect to it's taking off much quicker than I believe expected. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it absolutely has like grown up. It's, I would feel like it was a premature baby. That I mean, like we're not even two years old in business. But we're out here doing like, you know, 42 year old things. And so it's just like really good to have this kind of momentum that we have and to have had the opportunities that we have been given. And so we're just really leveraging and maximizing that and not trying to lose that momentum and speed to make sure that we're around for the long haul. Like longevity is the, is the you know, long term plan here right. and not just to be a one off that's popular right now. I'm like, oh, what happened to the pancake mix company? Mm-hmm. No, you see me. <laughs> yes. And we're yes. still here, you know, 15 years later and 50 years later and just, you know, something that's around long term for people to enjoy with their families. 
I love that. I love that. That's the um, avoiding the one hit wonder, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you said that you wanted me to share a little, well, the story of our company. Yes. I mean, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the story, I mean, kind of starts in, in, um, in honor of your mother, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So Vicky is my mom and this is her 40 year pancake mix recipe. Uh, she lit- she came from Mississippi, so she is a Cleveland, Mississippi native. She was born and raised there, and then she would go on to graduate from high school and move to Gary, Indiana, where she is now. So people always ask, like, is your mom still with us? Yes, she is. <laughs> like, I didn't wait for her to, you know, be gone to do this. So, like, she's kind of, like they say, getting her flowers while she can smell them. Um, and that's always a positive, and it's always really good to know that, It's not something that I have to put at the end of every post, you know, like in my mom's honor or, you know, she lives on. No, you see this, like you're able to see your name. And and it's crazy because like older people, they they didn't really grow up with the lifestyle of having a lot. They just had to do what they could do with what they had. So her mind doesn't like even fully encapsulate everything that has happened. It's almost like it's not realistic to her that she's seeing her name, that she's seeing a creation of hers do this well because she never had the vision for herself. So I'm literally like showing her, mom, this is you. Like, you know, this is yours. People are enjoying your products and they don't even know you. So um, the story, you know, starts from there. Her moving to Indiana, she got married to my dad and she would, they got divorced when I was two. I'm the youngest of four. So she became a single mom of four at that time and she could always cook. That was never her problem, but uh, she just had to like always make do with what she had. And so when it came to like breakfast and dinner, she was a master and she created this recipe. She couldn't always take all four of us out to eat for breakfast on the weekends or anything like that. But that didn't bother us because she was so good at cooking. We enjoyed what she made. And so this recipe became a staple. It became something that we just look forward to, you know, on weekends. And if we got snowed in, cause we were in Indiana, we look, we knew, okay. Like if she has these basic ingredients in the house, pancakes will be popping. Okay. <laughs> 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 so we got snowed it. in, we were not sad. Uh, we were excited because we knew that meant we were going to eat good. We were going to just enjoy our family time. So um, we would eat these together, me and my siblings and her. And then like, it was something that our friends look forward to. Our family members look forward to when they would come over. And it wasn't until 2013. I had been married at that, by that time for four years. I got married in 2009. I moved to Mississippi myself where my husband's from Courtney and I never made the pancakes. Like I had the recipe, but I was young and I was not about that from scratch life. Like I did not want to cook. Like I didn't want to do it. So he never knew these pancakes existed. So we go home in 2013 for Thanksgiving and my mom makes the pancakes. Like me and my siblings are sitting at the table eating them like normal because this is regular for us. But for him, he's like, what is this? Like, these are amazing. What have you been doing? Like, why are you guys not selling these pancakes? These are the best pancakes I've ever had. And you guys should be selling them. Like you guys can make this a business and call them Vicky cakes. So we laughed, like we laughed him off. My mom was like, I could never sell them. I would end up giving them away. And um, it's funny because like I shared Luvione, my mom has the ministry of donation and I have a ministry of deposits. Like I'm not giving away <laughs> like pancakes and products. <laughs> so, I hear so from 2013 till, you know, now, well, 2019 is when we started the business. But in between that time, it was like 
I just didn't have an entrepreneurial mindset. Like I wasn't interested in being in business like that. I didn't really know all the steps. My husband is a serial entrepreneur, so he had the entrepreneurial bug. I just wasn't jumping on the bandwagon um, to do it. And so he would always ask me like every six months or a year, he'd be like, you ready to quit playing and give these people these pancakes? And I'd be like, nope, I'm not ready. <laughs> and so it literally took six years for me to see it. But when I did last year, I saw the vision, I did my research, um, I got my mom's blessing, I saw how big the, the breakfast industry is, how huge the pancake market, you know, uh, projections were, and I'm just like, what? Like, this is crazy, and for pancakes, but it's one of the number, you know, most loved uh, dishes, items in America for breakfast, you know, behind cereal, Absolutely. underneath cereal, so I'm just like, I know that we have a quality product. Like at that point, I started gassing myself. Like I'm just sitting in my bedroom floor. Like, yeah, we can do this. Like we, I know these are good. I truly believe in our story. People could definitely relate to that on top of other things I was researching that it just compounded. And so I called him while he was at work one day and I was like, I'm ready. And he was like, ready for what? And I'm like, I'm ready to do Vicky cakes. And so uh, he told me not to play with his emotions. And so I was serious. <laughs> I was serious and um, we, we moved forward from there. We literally started this business with $14 and wow. now, you know, we're a company valued at a million dollars and we're less than a, like two years in. And so mm -hmm. it just shows you that the vision, you know, that we had for it, I'm not going to even lie. Sometimes I feel like I might have been like lowballing myself because <laughs> it grew rapidly, but um, we have a lot of attributing factors to that. But as that is the backstory to what is now Vicky cakes. That is amazing. That's an amazing story. And I'm sitting here listening. I'm like, I've always dreamed of starting a business in honor of, you know, my parents who mm -hmm. poured so much into me and, um, and a, a little bit about my story is I always thought it was, me playing professional soccer that would would mm -hmm. be able for me to honor them uh, mm -hmm. I found out later in life that was not my route but um you know the path that I'm on now is um it's it's really a blessing to have the experiences that I've had um mm -hmm. to be able to connect with people like like you who are her doing exactly you know um you know exactly that exactly what what I've dreamed mm -hmm. of doing my whole life and that's just honoring honoring my parents Oh man, very good. And I'm and I'm sure Brandon would would say the same. Oh yeah, completely. It's it's I, I love when we get together and like minds kind of um, get connect. Whether it's it's the Vicky pancakes or whether it's building uh starting your own gym or any endeavor you're on, I feel like the principles are all the same and they align when you talk to people that are all kind of going down the same route. So uh, I love hearing that story and how it's dedicated to your mom as well. And she gets to see the fruit of it while she's still thriving, which is, yes. which is awesome yes. as well. Yes, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> and I definitely want to, out of the story, like there's so, so many big principles and nuggets that you said, as far as obviously you sat on it for a little bit and your husband was, was already there. And that's kind of what he, he's been mm -hmm. doing as a, a serial entrepreneur. Um, but it's so powerful when you, when you have a vision, you're not just like throwing stuff together and kind of throwing mud at the wall and you can actually see where something could go. And yes. then just follow it up with, with work ethic and, and the actions that you put behind it. Um, it's a testament over the last two years of what you guys have accomplished just um, because a vision is there. And I think mm -hmm. that's one thing that people need to have while they're maybe starting out on their own, or even if they're a few years in, they maybe have lost a couple steps. It's like, make sure that vision is not crystal clear. Cause I think it always gets clear uh, every day that you go on, 
but yes. it needs to be there. You need to recognize, hey, this outcome could set my family up or anything like that. Yeah. And then just backtrack and put in the work ethic to back it up. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's definitely about your purpose and being, like you said earlier, like aligning yourself. So the, the funny thing about it is, so my husband is a self-taught graphic designer, and web designer, but he perfected that craft for like nine years, you know, by himself. And so now he is a designer for a Fortune 100 company, like with no formal degree or, you know, education other than what he's learned, that skill. And okay. so him being able to operate in his purpose, like he has, I've been able like to see that, you know, that growth and then like use it to our advantage as I found my purpose. Like I wasn't able to start Vicky Cakes for $14 because I knew how to do everything. It was because of what he knew how to do. And so if he hadn't, you know, walked in his purpose of actually being disciplined for those nine years, learning the skills and the craft and winning awards for that, that wouldn't have set me up for when I decided to answer the knock at my door, you know, for purpose and opportunity to say, I'm ready, you know, like, let's use those skills for graphic and web design to create, you know, packaging, to create a logo, to create a website and just go buy a GoDaddy, you know, uh, uh, what do they call that thing? Domain. Uh, domain name. Yes. Yeah. A domain name. Like that's all we had to invest because we had everything else we needed on the inside of us. And because we already were like doing the work. And so, like you said, it wasn't just throwing stuff at throwing mud at the wall to figure it out. We were taking the proper steps. And in my opinion, being, smart and responsible because i know they say like being an entrepreneur like you t you're taking an uncalculated risk like you don't know what's going to come of this mm -hmm. but at the same time you can definitely let your vision lead you like think it out well like what is the end goal for this like do you just want to sell a couple of hundred because you can do that this summer at some little country markets you know <laughs> like that's not a problem <laughs> You can definitely set up a tent and sell some pancake mix, or Absolutely. you can go long game with this and say, Hey, I want to replace one of the big dogs on the shelf. And that was my goal from February of last year, before we even launched on mother's day, which was another thing that we launched it on mother's day. Cause I wanted it to be a gift to my mom that she would always remember on that day. So when I decided to, you know, do this in February of last year, I was like, I don't want to just get a piece of the pie. Like if I'm seeing these other people that are out here giving subpar, you know, pr products to consumers and they're able to dominate the market, what more can I do with the quality product? Like with the real family story and brand and actually putting some thought process behind it. And so this is how we're here today. And we just continue to see like, the fruit of our labor, like people are loving it. People are loving how we engage and how we're taking our cues for branding from our consumers. Like we're not just, you know, well, you just buy from me. I don't care what you want. Like, hey, right. let me hear from you. Do you want us to change this, include this? You know, are you vegan? We're dairy free. So mm -hmm. that gives us a bigger market. And so we're not like capping ourselves out potential wise. We're just giving ourselves more room to grow as you know, the space increases for us to be present. That makes sense. That makes sense. You said something um, that I wanted to point out as far as the quality of your product. And, that, mm -hmm. and you said that was something that you focused on because a lot of businesses you'll see just try to get the product out, right? Um, let's, let's see how it does first. But I think um, when I heard you speak at the event, you said one thing we wanted to make sure that we focused on was quality. We didn't want to put crap on the shelves because then we're like everybody else. Exactly. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit behind why that was so important to you. 
Um, it's definitely important because it is my mom's recipe. So it would have been really easy for me to try to formulate something that would have made it fit into the Add Water only um, brands that are on the shelf. No mm -hmm. knock against them. But when you're coming into a market that is this, I don't want to, it's not oversaturated. So I'm not going to say that, but there are a lot of different pancake mixes. However, you have to be able to diversify yourself and also disrupt the market. If you're coming, <laughs> you're going to have to make sure they see you while you're on your way, right? To stand right next to them. And so that was like the mindset for me. If I'm going to come in and see um, the Aunt Jemima's, the Bisquicks, the Kodiak cakes, Kodiak has protein mix, you know, right. great. I don't want to do that. Um, Bisquick, you know, add water only. Aunt Jemima, add water only. But you're looking at like the preservatives. You're looking at the artificial flavors. You're looking at the dry milk. You're looking at the dry eggs. They are dedicated to feeding families and just making a pancake mix that's easy to do. However, you're leaving out like a core market of people right now that's booming vegans. They want to be able to use their alternative products. They want to eat good too. You're, you're leaving out people who have gluten deficiencies mm -hmm. and celiac, you know, disease. So let's offer gluten-free option and literally make ourselves like all around a product that everyone can enjoy. My mom didn't make the recipe uh, gluten, well, dairy-free. She still added dairy products to it. She would add her milk and her eggs, but with the base being non-dairy, I was like, keep it like that. Let's not go get dry, dry milk. They sell powdered milk on the shelf right now in Walmart. I could have okay. bought that to use, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to give up the quality that I experienced because I can't say what powdered milk would do to her recipe. It may not have came out as good. Okay. So when you think about quality, you think about all of the aspects that make you who you are and how you plan to market that. What sets us apart? Well, I just named it all off to you. So I'm not yeah. just saying, well, it's my mom's. Nobody cares about your mom. Okay, like at the end of the day, let's just be real. We love the story for Vicky Cakes, but what is that product doing though? Like, yeah. are people going to come back because what you said about it actually was verifiable? If you're blowing it up and then I eat it and I never order from you again, more than likely you hyped up something that wasn't even consistent or everybody else is saying something different when they try it. Of course, you're going to have people with different taste buds, different expectations, but if the majority overwhelmingly by, by and large says the same thing, you have gold because you've been able to please a mass amount of people, you know, with really a short term, a, a short time limit of proof of concept because again two years in we don't have a lot of negative feedback behind our product and our brand um you're, like again you're gonna have people that don't that it's not for them but that's fine but what does the majority of over seventeen thousand um customers right now to date say they okay. say they love it <laughs> and so by that i'm gonna go with them and i'm gonna keep <laughs> making it because <laughs> this isn't a hobby at this point so Absolutely. Um, that's why quality definitely matters for us okay that makes sense. Did you have some? Good. Um, now you mentioned Aunt Jemima. I, I obviously, I had to touch on this. So over the course yeah. of the past few months, there has been a shift in our society on how we view racially charged branding. And you see this with Washington Redskins having to change their name, uh, mm -hmm. facing social pressures there. Um, and then brands such as Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, Mrs. Buttersworth, um, mm -hmm. who face public scrutiny for exploitative uh, practices, if you will. Mm -hmm. So how has this shift impacted your business? Um, I know for a fact that it has shifted our business to like basically take us to the next level because people 
did not know the history behind Aunt Jemima. I did not know until last year. Right. Um, I found out while I was researching pancake mixes, while I was researching who the number one seller was, which is Quaker and Aunt Jemima pancake mix. Um, and then I just started doing my research because you always want to know your competition's weaknesses so that you can build your strengths. And so I just wanted to know, like, who is this? What do they stand for? What is their motto and their brand? Well, when I started, like, digging in, I'm like, what? Who approved this? Like, does anybody else know this? And so I, I felt like I was reading something. I was the only one seeing something for the first time, but I wanted to tell everybody. Right. But then I had to like reel it back in. That was another phone call I made to my husband where I'm pretty sure he took a lunch break when he had already had one because I was going off on the phone. Like, I'm like, there is no way they can get away with cultural appropriation like this. Like this woman was an ex-slave. They paid her basically nothing for her image and likeness. Two brothers who just had extra flour from a meal decided to start a pancake mix. They were at a minstrel show, saw a caricature in blackface and used that caricature for their brand. Like literally, it made me nauseous and I was so infuriated. But that infuriation like then made me bring on a solution. Like, okay, like I do not have a problem at all with anybody. Like if... Aunt Jemima was a real person, I would not be saying anything to you. But the right. fact that Aunt Jemima literally was a character and Nancy Green is the original woman, that is a problem for me because they created something that did not exist to sell it to a consumer base based off of emotional psychology. Like if you're, see, if you're black and you're walking through a grocery store and you see another black face on a shelf for pancake mix, you're more than likely going to be like, <laughs> I bet she had a good recipe. You're going to buy that pancake mix. <laughs> you know, like, and when you go back through the history in which African-Americans in America has had to pretty much be nurturers in society. Like when we're talking about the breakdown of, you know, systemic racism, well, just the basics foundation of it is black women back then were the caregivers. We were the ones that were in the homes of people that did not look like us, taking care of their families, feeding their families, cooking for their families. And so if you're comfortable enough to use this woman's likeness and image to perpetrate a recipe in a pancake mix, as basic as it sounds, it's deep because they actually removed her before they were even asked to so they knew what was coming down the line for them yeah. to where they kind of felt the pressure because they knew what the whole brand was rooted in and it was wrong from the beginning and so when you think about people saying well i don't know why she had to be removed well if you don't get it i'm not even talking to you because you're okay with what it meant i'm not okay with it i don't like i wouldn't have a problem if they have had a foundation for nancy green i wouldn't have a problem if that woman actually had a headstone on her on her uh grave grave site up until last year like right. you guys used her image and likeness they had to soften it up throughout the years to make it more appeasing uh visually because if you look at the original packaging that's not what the original woman looked like the original nancy green was heavy set she was dark skinned she had on a head wrap scarf she had on like a um apron she was a mammy so she okay. was a woman that took care of you know white families and households that's fine until you decide to not use a recipe that that woman actually had 
And so you're just basically using her face to sell something that wasn't associated with her. And so when I thought about it, I'm like, I would really prefer to give America a real woman who really mm. did stand for something, really did have a family, really did create this for her family and allow other families to come to the table and enjoy it. Um, and whatever Quaker decides to do with that rebrand, good luck on that. But you're really at this point, you might as well just come on over here and ask me to license Vicky Cakes because, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to want it with whoever you put on the front of. It could be a son. They, they might as well just go ahead and use like a general purpose image, like a son or a kitchen yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the front of their box. Because I think people are like probably disgusted with how long they were able to get away with it and not leave anything to her family and not leave anything to the other women. Because the, the um, I want to say like the brand ambassador, she changed over the years. So after the okay. original woman died, they just started using different black women to represent the brand. And that's how they got the new image on the bottle that is today, because they just had to keep on using a different representation um, every time one of the women passed away. So. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. See, is. and that's, um, that was the first time I heard it is when you spoke about it at the event. And so mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's exactly what you said. If, if you go to a grocery store, I see someone that looks like me. I'm like, okay, I can, mm -hmm. let me support their brand because I'm, I know I'm supporting all of these other brands. Right. I can clearly support this brand. Um, but then when you find out the story behind it, you, you feel betrayed. You feel lied to, you know? <laughs> Um, that was my auntie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, that's exactly how, how I felt when you started telling the story. So, and I'm sure there's many, many other people that, that feel the same. So obviously now we have uh, a real person behind, yeah. behind Vicky Case, a real, um, a true embodiment of, um, you know, a good mother from what, from what it sounds like, yeah. obviously I've never met her. Um, and that, and I would be honored if, if that were to happen yeah. in the future, but, um, how, how has your mom, you know, um, taken, taken all of this? Like how, I mean, was this, obviously you said she, she didn't have the entrepreneurial uh, spirit, but how has she taken her daughter going on and saying, you know what, mom, I know, um, you weren't able to get this done, but, in honor of you, this is what I've done. Um, she's definitely grateful. And like I said earlier, it's, it's surreal for her. When we were featured on Good Morning America, I knew like two weeks before the feature, when they had reached out to us, which is a funny story in of itself, because I, <laughs> I kind of like, what do they call it when you, um, uh, not block somebody, but I kind of like brushed them off because I thought the email was a scam. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely almost ignored ABC's email, but she, when I called her to tell her, like, mom, we're going to be on Good Morning America. Like, she was just sitting on the phone looking at me, and I'm like, Dora Blink, if you're safe. Like, let me right. know if you accept what, what I just, you know, conveyed. But she was, like, shocked. All she could say was, how? And I'm like, I don't know. I, they don't even know. Like, to this day, nobody there can tell me how they found out about us, where they saw us at, who shared our information. Um, it definitely was like a divine connection and alignment because the week 
that we went on was lit. We went on that Monday and Quaker announced removing Aunt Jemima on that Thursday before we went on. So wow. it literally was like perfect alignment for this huge company to announce removing this woman. And then Good Morning America, uh, a show that is like in millions of homes across the United States, promote another pancake mix company. It's basically like handing you, you know, like, oh, take this, <laughs> like take these stairwells to success. And um, I'm just grateful we were prepared and we didn't fumble the ball. So in yeah. that day, like from the 2019 inception of the business in May until the end of um, 2019, we had sold about 8,000, you know, bags of pancake mix. And so in one day from the GMA future, we sold 154,000 bags of pancake mix. And so I'm just like sitting at home in my kitchen watching these numbers roll. And I'm like, this is getting crazy because I don't know what I'm going to do. Cause I, at that time I was the only one making our pancake mix. So oh, wow. our, our team literally grew overnight like i went from just me to 16 employees i went from you know me to having to rent a commercial kitchen and now we have our own warehouse and manufacturing facility but things just started rolling so fast that it was like this is what you've prayed for this is what you've asked for this is what you have brought into your experience what are you going to do? Are you going to complain or are you going to show up? And so mm -hmm. I was grateful that I already had the mindset and the attitude to show up um, and to be consistent. And it's crazy because in the midst of that, my husband contracted COVID. And so like literally we have 20 something thousand new customers and he's upstairs in isolation, you know, in quarantine. And I had to shut down production for two weeks and I had oh, to wow. call ABC and tell them I'm like crying, like, when that happened that day when we were featured, I didn't shed a tear. Like, well, I did. I think I did cry a little bit. Now, I ain't gonna lie. When, when once we broke that six figures, I was like, what? Um, I was a little emotional. <laughs> but the, the second time I cried was when he told me that he had, you know, the doctor's office called back and confirmed he had COVID. And we still had like over 13,000 orders to get out. And I'm just like, no way. Like we had to halt production. Like we had to tell our entire team, nobody can come in for production. Everybody needs to quarantine for two weeks because Courtney tested positive. I know for, I never got tested because I was around him. So I just assumed I had it. Right. Um, but we had to like stop everything for 14 days, um, essentially. And so when you see how those kind of things happen, like great things happen. And then right after that, like something gut punch, punches you mm -hmm. to make you feel like that opportunity can literally be taken from you just as quickly as it came. But again, I decided to show up. And so I didn't let that, you know, break me. I didn't let that uh, allow fear to take over. He was a good sport. Um, I kind of, I, I made a joke. I said, I'm not, we, I'm gonna have to make it up to you because you didn't really get to fully be a COVID victim because <laughs> even though he was supposed to be quarantined in isolation, like there were some things like, I was like, can you please come down real quick, put your mask on and put on, put on some gloves. I need you to help me bring some stuff in the house. Like he still had to create graphics while he was in isolation. He still had to send emails and get on phone calls. Like he was a trooper and yeah. everybody that was talking to him, they were like, are you okay? Like you sound fine. And I'm like, he's not gonna die on the call, I promise. Let's continue <laughs> because we got pancake mix to make. So it's one of those things where like we've been tested and approved like to me that this is something we're meant to do. And so when I look at the, the 
future for Vicky Cakes. I'm like, we've been through a lot, you know, mm -hmm. so far. The exponential growth, the dip, and then back up again. So like the horizon, like it's, it's bright for us. And I'm just grateful because I can talk about this now and not be emotional because it's like giving me my my stripes like in the game to where I like I, I can encourage anybody because it's like the yeah. only thing you know short of this is just immediate like lightning strikes and you're dead but uh I it, it was a slow burn I'll say that but we came back up and so we're just enjoying the ride and like I said keeping that momentum and, and building those relationships because even ABC was impressed with how we handled it because they thought I was going to say oh ain't nothing moving but we still were able to pivot and still get that stuff out. They were so gracious um, in extending us multiple opportunities to extend the date and push things back. The customers, even though we had to delay getting their stuff out, they were so nice to us. You know, we had to communicate. We had to send out mm -hmm. emails to those people. It was like, I had a, a knot in my stomach. Like I'm about to tell 13,000 people no to their money. Like I'm about to be like, <laughs> keep your coin. I can't give you pancake mix, you know, like it hurt me. I literally had to walk away from like $457,000 mm. um, because we were able to get out the front end orders. So we had right. like 6,000 front end orders, but we still had almost 14,000 back end orders. And so we had to let go of the back orders because I couldn't fulfill them due to the COVID, like the quarantine, I had to stop production. But ABC was like, can you do it? Can you do this sell again just for those 14,000 in October? And so we were able to do that. And so October, I got that, I got that coin back. <laughs> and so I was excited. I was excited again. So it's just like the opportunity and the mindset. And so I never let that keep me down, even when it seemed dark and, and unfortunate. I just kept, you know, like motivating myself. It gets better after this. You're still in business. Your husband yeah. is still alive. Um, I'm still alive and healthy. So there's so much to glean from that experience. I love it. I love it. Um, and I know our, our time is, is slowly coming to an end here. But as we wrap up, I, I want to know, like, how do you stay grounded with, with this success? Because it has happened so, so rapidly. Mm -hmm. um, my three-year-old and my five-year-old, um, they don't care what I do. <laughs> Like at the end of the day, uh, I, I'm grateful that I understand that before Vicky Cakes, I was Christian. Like before I decided to take on this mission of bringing other people, families to the table, I have my own to make sure that I'm building a foundation for something that they're proud of and something that they can see. I didn't get to see entrepreneurship. I didn't get to see any of this stuff, but the fact that I get to show it to them and do it in great stride and balance makes it all worth it. I love that. I love that. Uh, we definitely want to appreciate you, Christian, for being on our podcast today. It's been a pleasure. Thank Obviously, you. we. Um, how can we find you? How can our listeners, um, you know, order order some pancake mix and yeah. um, find you on on social media? So we're at Vicky Cakes Pancake Mix on uh, Instagram, Vicky Cakes Pancake and Waffle Mix on Facebook, and uh, VickyCakesOnline.com, Walmart.com, and Amazon.com is where you can grab us. And we are we have a retailer on the line, so as long as they talk to me right, <laughs> numbers wise, <laughs> I might say yes, <laughs> but that'll be coming go. in the future. So yeah, we'll be cool. coming to your to a retailer near you. We will keep that in our prayers for you. I, I know it's coming though. And, and deep down, I'm sure you know it's coming too. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank love you guys it. so much. I've enjoyed my time here. Went by fast. Yes, I know. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
though. Um, I'm, I'm going to shoot you an email after this because okay. I, I want to definitely stay in, in contact. Um, I love For what sure. you're doing and I'm going to make sure that Vicky Cakes is in my house. I, I head home on Monday, so we're going to be eating awesome. pancakes all through Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you. You take care. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye.